where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair. The Believer's Walking in Righteousness with Brother James Ware is now on the air. His goal is to awaken you from the error of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or have a need for prayer requests, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will be sure to provide his website along with his mailing address. Now, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, we honor you. God, I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak a word to thy people's God, that I may say something that may cause them to draw near to thee. And to that one, that one that is not converted, let something be said that they may repent and seek your will in their lives. Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. I ask you to allow me to decrease and you to increase. That I might say not what I will, but what thy will in the word. Father, we thank you. We praise you. I honor you. In Jesus to Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you, you, and especially for you that are tuning in. Amen. That uh, have decided to say, well, I've been waiting patiently on the broadcast. And some of you may say, I tune in by accident. It is not for me, uh, but I want you to know it's God's will for you to hear what thus says the Lord. That's what it's about. It's not about, uh, it's not about my will. It's not about thy will. It's about God's will being manifested in your life. And listen to me, believers. Those of you that are converted, it's, it's, it's time to get it together. Amen. I know that we are going on and we're going through this. It's a watered down, as the scripture call it, a Laodicea era, that peoples are not grabbing hope to 
the word of God. No, they, they take one scripture. I, I was talking to some people that they just say, well, just pull one, uh, this scripture here and this scripture there. And I thought, why am I up here even talking to them? Because they're not concerned about the truth. They're not concerned about knowing God's will, God's way in their life. They're more concerned about a denomination or a group of people. And any time that you're dealing with denomination or a group of people, then you lose focus on what God's will is and what God's will is not. Amen. So many peoples are losing out right in the midst of them while they're attending church, while they're honoring the things of God. Amen. Some that honoring the holy days, some honoring the Sabbath. And I'm not saying that everybody doing no, no. I'm saying some that's doing it are losing out while they are doing it. So what I'm trying to say today is we really, truly need to get it together. Amen. We really, really need to get it together. It's so easy, so easy to make up excuses, to make up excuses while they are not doing this. Why? And listen, I, I, I just want to start off thanking those of you that love me enough to be a blessing. I really do. And I'm not just saying that because I've been on the radio for years and years and I done had the ups, the down, the little, the big, the this and that. But that's not the issue. When you step out as an older person, season, I'm, I'm going to call it season, as a seasoned person, and start a new adventure. See, I started a new adventure believing God that the Lord was leading me and I didn't want to uh, disobey the word of God from what. See, everybody want to say the Lord is blessing them and it talking to them. Man, if everybody was hearing what God said, shown up, uh, we wouldn't be in the condition we are in. But the truth of the matter is, is so many peoples are really not hearing from the God. They have uh, uh, talked themselves into this condition. And what you mean? See, if you say something long enough, you'll begin to believe it yourself. And you'll begin to believe that God is uh, speaking to you when it's not God. It's really not. But because you're not praying, because you're not fasting, why should we fast, Brother Well, to put that flesh under subjection? Because the fleshly desires will begin to tell you that you need to do so and so and so and so. And you will say, oh, that's the Lord leading me. That's God speaking to me. No, God ain't seeing all this. You know, and it's just so sad to hear how that these peoples are saying the Lord this and the Lord that. And they don't even love one another. And the Bible said, how can you say that you love uh, uh, the Lord who you never seen and yet you hated your brother who you see all the time? You know, and this is the thing. We have to be able to love the Lord uh, and love the people of God. We've got to have love for one another, believers. I'm serious. We can figure, we can pay, 
some people you can't be buddy buddies with because they are not have not crucified the flesh. And if they ain't crucified the flesh, then they're doing the things um, to please the flesh, and it is not going to work. All right, I have a thought that I got, amen, and this thought that I received to early this morning, well, I got two thoughts. One of the thoughts was when I was getting out of the shower yesterday, uh, it came to me that we need to leave. Uh, quit living on yesterday's testimony. So many people live on yesterday's testimony, and we don't have fresh testimony because we ain't been able, we ain't want to go through something. Something that we don't like, we just don't deal with it. So, in order to make a testimony, a today's testimony, you have to go through something. You have to, uh, uh, a testimony is something, a test that you went through you experience, so you can talk about it. I can talk about uh, uh, heart problems because I had two open-heart surgery. I can talk about back problems because I had two back surgery. I can talk, had to learn how to walk again. I can talk about cancer because I had prostate cancer. And, 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 but those are previous testimonies. What about today's testimony? What about what we're going through with now? How we are seeking God? How we are seeking God and fasting and praying for our loved one? Now, we talk about them, but we don't miss no meal for them. We ain't missing no meal for them. No, no. We feel they don't like us, so we don't like them back. That's, that's the way the world do. That's exactly what the world do. And so, therefore, we lose out. Then after that, I thought that was going to be my message. Then I got a new revelation. And the new revelation that I got is, how is it? If God said this is your last day, how would you be graded, Brother Ware? Do you think you'll come in with a, uh, we know God don't use no great, I don't think. I haven't found that in the scripture but we do do that in school. We grade and how performance. If you're in English class and you're taking English, you get graded in English, okay? If you're in math and you're taking your, a sub, the math subject, you get a grade. Now you're in life subject. If you close your eyes tonight and wake up in eternity, and what I mean by waking up in eternity you died on this side, and you woke up on the other side. Now, what kind of grade? Because, see, it is no time. Once you step out of this life, folks, when you step out of this life, it's no more time. It's eternity to us that are standing before God to be judged accordingly, okay? So, if you stood before God today, would you say you're making an A? That mean have you doing everything that God have told you to do? You submitting yourself, you fasting, you praying, and you praying for others. You even praying for the folks that you know don't like you. Are you praying for them or doing that? Would you get an A, brother? Where? Ah, uh, no, Lord, I don't think I get an A, because see, when somebody hurt me, Lord, I have to help. Ask you to help me. 
I have to ask you to get, let me get over it. So, therefore, I can't say, well, I'm making an A. Then I say, well, all right. Uh, it came to me, well, what about a B? Can you say you're a B? Uh, well, I, I don't know. I hope I am okay. Well, a B, are you doing that which I have commissioned you to do? Have, are you sacrificing the very areas that I told you to sacrifice? Or are you doing it for self-glorification? Well, no, Lord, I ain't doing it for self-glorification. Well, guess what? Are you sure now? Are you sacrificing yourself to save soul? Now, it's not to sacrifice yourself so that somebody can say, oh, Brother Ware, he doing good. Brother Ware is doing this. Brother Ware is doing that. And like I say, the few of you that I love, I truly thank God for you because I'm, I feel like I'm standing alone apart from Christ. But in the, here, in the midst of it all, God have blessed me and put special peoples in my life and says, I believe in you so much, I want to give to you to help you to keep doing what you're doing. Now, that might not mean nothing to nobody or uh, somebody else. But when you're preaching a gospel that is not telling people you're all right and you're going like this preacher talks about, oh, you repeat after me and you're going to, oh, you're in the family. God, you don't have no authority to say that. That's not scripture, believers. It's not scripture for somebody to say, say a sinner's prayer. You never read that in the scripture. I know that these preachers do it, and I, 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 my heart goes out to people's call. That's why you talking about, well, they were saved for a while, but they ain't saved no more. No, they ain't never been saved. They was convicted, and they heard the preacher, and therefore they did what the preacher said, and told the preacher told them they were saved because they did that, because they say, Lord, forgive me for my sins, and I'm a sinner, and that doesn't make you saved. That's not according to the scripture. It's a broken and a contract heart. God will not despise. And because the peoples are doing that, and they feel like this is all I need to do, so they can act the way they want to act, they can do what they want to do, and just say, Lord, forgive me, and that's supposed to clear it up. No, 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 no. You need to do some heart section. You need to do some scripture section. So if you was judged and you doing that, could you make say a B? No, well, I can't say a B because see, a B is so close to uh, uh, A, they was doing this. And, of course, I went on and I went through it all the way. Then I tried to justify it and come up, well, I know I make a C. I know that because, see, a C is passing good. You ain't a B, you ain't an A, but you shown up ain't a D or F. And uh, you get so excited to think, well, at least I'm a C because now you're doing what Corinthians say. You are judging others, according, you're measuring others according to you. So quite naturally, you are measuring somebody according to you. So therefore, you're going to look good when you're measuring somebody else. But the truth of the matter is, no, ma'am, no, sir. 
It's according to what God have told you to do. Sisters, brothers, don't look at nobody else. Look at what you're doing for God and what's your motive behind why are you doing it. Are you doing it for the glory of God? Are you sacrificing for the glory of God? Are you willing to stand for the glory of God? Are you willing to be ridiculed? Are you willing to be talked about? Are you willing to be put down and, and, and looked upon as a nothing and a nobody for the sake of the Lord? Or are you doing it because, well, you know, I, I need to do this. This is what I need to do. No, it doesn't work like that. The person that's on the team, they have to perform, even if it's nothing but in practice. They might not be as good as the other person, but they got to do it in practice. So how would you stand in the last day? And the reason, let me give you some scripture. In the, the 12th chapter, the 12th chapter of the book of St. Luke, and this is a one uh, story, 12th chapter, and start around the 16th verse. And it said, uh, speak the ground unto them, saying, the ground of a rich man brought forth plentiful, and he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room wherefore to bestow all my fruit. Uh, then he said, and he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barn and build a greater one, and there will I bestow all my fruit and my, and my goods. And I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast much good laid up for many years. Take thy easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thy fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whom shall those things be and which thou hast provided? Oh, wait a minute. Now, here you go. This person worried, and the ground that he had, the thing, it was brought forth plentiful, folk. It was, man, it was just overwhelming to what he had already. And then he said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make me a bigger barn so I can have much stuff laid up for many years. You know, and don't get me wrong, I believe that every believer, listen to me good, every saint that's on the sound of my voice, you should be saving if it ain't nothing but a, a little bit of money. I don't know how your, your budget is. I don't know what's in your budget, but you should have a savings because the Bible says consider the ways of an ant, Okay. So you should have a little saving. I'm not preaching that you should spend it all, give it all, and all this. No, ma'am, no, sir. You should have a saving. Now, here's this man. He's put too much emphasis on saving. And I think it's sad that the, that the believers, they will be the least of the peoples that uh, want to save and do right. And do the thing. They feel because I'm giving 10%, uh, my 
uh, to the Lord and giving me an offering, then I should be fine. I have, I, do you know that I have uh, a few people that choose to give to this ministry not because they are not in a church, but they would rather see the word of God go further. Now, God had to deal with their heart, not me, because I know that I'm not the eloquent speaker. I'm not this. I'm not that. But in the midst of it, God called them and chose them to say, look, I, need, I got a sermon that I know he's going to stand on the word. I know he's going to teach you the scriptures, and those that are not saved will be convicted and come to repentance. Why? I'm just an instrument. That's all I am. I'm an instrument to be used of God. And then after that, you know, see, after he had did all that, folks, and God had blessed See, God had blessed some of you. But it's sad that some of you would, would be so uh, caught up in yourself that you forget about others around you that you don't want to be a blessing to. See, there are people that truly need the blessing. If you pray and if you seek God, you want to get a good grade. Because the Bible done told you this, if you be faithful in a few, I'll make you ruler over many. If you be faithful in a few things, not, folks, listen, not just because you got a small church. See, we love to say I'm being faithful over a few, even though it ain't but a few of us, but I'm faithful. No, 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 no. Are you faithful in the things of God? See, too many people, well, you know it, don't but a few come out of our Bible study, and I'll be faithful. Yeah, well, that's good, but are you faithful unto the Lord? Are you really doing what thus says the Lord, or are you going in a form of godliness? See, we can do things so good, amen, I've I, I been there. We can do things so long, and everybody just, oh, brother, where is this, brother, where is that? But how is brother where hard is towards somebody that you don't know or uh, towards this other brother of a different nationality or, or whatever? How are you really, brother, where? Are you really just doing things just to say I'm doing things just for a few people to say you're doing? Listen, folk, in the Bible, it teaches us, and, and, and I'm sure you know about it, but I'm going to read it anyway. In Hebrews 9th ninth chapter, I know many of you could probably quote it. It says, as it is appointed unto man once to die, but after this is judgment. So guess what? You were appointed. You got an appointment. Now, some of you is real slow. I mean, some of you won't be on time for nothing, which is a bad thing. But guess what? Do you know that that's one appointment you ain't going to get by? They can hook all the machines up. They can hook this. They can do that. But guess what? You are not going to uh, miss that appointment. Now, they can say this and say that, and you can say, oh, Lord, I did this and I did that. And all of a sudden, you'll say, well, wait a minute. I got a chest hurting. Or you laid down and went to sleep. Or somebody drove on the wrong side of the road. And everybody got survived but you. Or just simple thing. You, I, I knew somebody just stumbled on the porch, on the front porch. And, and when they stumbled, 
they come off the porch and broke their neck and they killed them dead. Guess what? That person had an appointment to keep. So regardless of what this person did or what this person didn't do, and again, I know somebody that got shot nine times with a, a, a nine millimeter, nine times, and this person survived had very little blood in the body. And they, even the doctors were saying, they don't see how he's still living. But in the midst of it, he survived. As I said, I, I, I don't want to live on my old testimony. I was in bad shape a couple of times. But guess what? The Lord saw fit. The Lord saw fit to bring me up for a purpose because he said, I'm not through. I'm not through with you all, and since I'm not through with James Ware, I'm going to allow him another chance to obey me, to tell dying men and women that they got a hell to shun and a heaven to gain, or a new earth, or ever how you want to put it. You want to be technical, uh, you're going to inherit that new earth. I understand what the scriptures say, but anywhere Christ is at, that's a heavenly place. Amen. That's the way I look at it. Now, you want to debate it, then go ahead on. But guess what? Not only that, not only that, when, when the scripture began to talk uh, even further in the, in the Old Testament, and we go back, and we go back in the book of Job, and I better hurry up before I go to my break because I wanted, wanted to give this uh, scripture in Job. Uh, and, and I want to do it because I know Job had a revelation, even at that day. Job 19, amen, and 25. For I know that my Redeemer live, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. Job had a revelation. He said, wait a minute, I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that I'm going to have to face God, and he's going to be at the latter day, at that end. Job said, I know that I'm going to have to give an account. Listen, he was rich. Job was rich, but he gave, and he did, and he prayed. I mean, most of the people now, God came and blessed with a good $100 bill, and you don't owe nobody. He, you forget about, you'll forget about praying, You'll forget about seeking God. You'll try to figure, well, I say $1,000. Okay, you got $1,000 cash money, and you don't owe nobody. You got that available. Amen. And then all of a sudden now, you got to go shopping. You got to go do this. You got to go do that. You ain't thinking about the end could come at that time. You're not considering. And as they says, look, this could be the day. You say, oh, God, y'all don't see the peoples leave him and had no idea that they was leaving him. Amen. But in the midst of it, guess what? They can't back it up. They can't say, well, you know, God, give me 10 more uh, minutes or two more hours or whatever. So guess what? Because Job looked, and, and I should have read a little bit further, um, but I turned away from him, 1925, and he said, and, I, and though after my skin worm destroyed this body, 
yet will I uh, flesh shall see my flesh shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, my eyes shall behold and not another. And though listen, folk, do you hear what he's saying? I can't get out of it. You can't get out of it. It doesn't matter what uh, Sally Jobs, uh, Bama B, Sister Bama B, Brother Bama B, Sister Wall say, you can't do it. I tell you what, I'm coming back on this in a couple of minutes, and I'll go further. Because I really need to, for you to know what would you do if this was your last day. God bless you. Hey, check this out. Is this thing on? You ever get tired of riding through the city, and all of a sudden, this happens? Look, it's a simple and easy quick fix. Go to your Google App Store or your Apple App Store and download the Love A60 app. The Love A60 app is the home of Atlanta's inspirational talk radio. Listen to all of your favorite inspirational talk shows that you cannot miss even if you're out of town. You can listen to shows, get special offers, enter contests, and so much more. Make sure that you go and download the Love 860 app today. It's a busy world out there. Everyone is making moves and trying to better themselves. But we all still need some kind of inspiration. Download the Love 860 app from WAEC. Listen to all of your favorite inspirational talk shows on the go. Oh, yes. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware. Well, we're back. Amen. Uh, we thank God we have a new board operator, but he's doing the do. Amen. We thank God for him. Amen. But however, you can reach me. Uh, question and comment, uh, 44 That's 44-355-8699 or 1-866-9. Let me try it again. 1-866-923-2860. Uh, 44-355-8699. We would love to hear for, if you have a question or comment. Let me say this, and then we're going to get back into it. 
again, we only have a few peoples, but you know what? I thank God for those few peoples that's willing to stand with us because I'm not teaching stuff to please a person. I'm trying to get you in line to receive the your reward at the end of the day, at the end of time. When you step out of this life, you're going to receive a reward, whether it's eternal life or eternal damnation. And eternal damnation will be turned into the lake of fire. Now, we can fix it up and we can say what we will, say what we want to. We can say, oh, we say good things when somebody dies. We do. We, we, we uh, try to say, well, you know, sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so was a good person and they was there. I mean, you can be the meanest person in the world almost and they're going to find something good to say about you. Now, that's, that, that don't mean anything. What does mean something, it means that we learn, but what it does mean this. Do you, what grade would you get when you stand before, what kind of grade that you'll get? Will you get a passing grade or will you get an F? I think a whole lot of people is going to be disappointed because, see, Matthew says that in uh, Matthew 7, 19. He said, many will say, Lord, Lord, and shall not enter. And see, because many will say and shall not enter, then guess what? It's a lot of people that really think, you really think, no, let me take that back. You don't think. Because when you get a by yourself, God is so wise. I believe this. God deal with your heart if you are converted. If you are converted, God deal with your heart. And you know why he deal with your heart? Because he said, I would not have you to be ignorant concerning these things. You ain't got to be ignorant. A lot of things we put aside just to please, just to do what somebody else might say or believe, and we do it. We go to church because of somebody else. We don't go because we believe that that's what we should do. We don't do that. We go to church because I'm worrying about what somebody might think, believe, or uh, feel if I chose not to do that. That's wrong. We got a lot of sisters that uh, do things and uphold things, and we scared, brothering scared to call them out. Uh, we got things that the sisters know, but they scared to call the brethren out. Well, we got a phone call, 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You're on the air. Hello, Brother Ware. Hello. Uh, cut, cut, wait a minute. Cut, cut your radio down. You're listening to your radio. <laughs> Is that better? Okay. Brother Sam, thank you for the broadcast. You're doing really good. Amen. Thank you. And thank you for calling and thank you for listening. Amen. Amen. Do you have a question? No, sir. All right. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Amen. We thank the Lord. All right. Um, let me go to Luke right quick before I go further. Luke 12. And uh, 
let you see one thing. Uh, because, see, that wasn't the only person that did. Well, wait a minute. I did go through. I started off with Luke 12. But let me tell you about Luke 12. This man, here's the issue. He did not count up the cost. He did not count up the cost, and he thought that he's going to be here forever. That's where the devil deceived you, believers. You're only here, even though you see people's going and dying every day, do you know that the enemy deceived us and tell them, oh, you know what you got to do tomorrow, and we, there's nothing wrong with making plans for your vacation, nothing wrong for doing that, but we put more emphasis on that then, God, what would you have me to do? And that's the key. Lord, what would you have me to do now? All right. In uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, uh, around the fifth chapter and around the first, we'll start at the first. Uh, for we know that if this earthly, if this house of this tabernacle will dissolve, we have a building of God, a house not made of hand, eternity, eternal in the heaven. Now, if you're living right, okay, for in this we, we groan and earnestly desiring to be closed upon with our house, which is from heaven. No, we don't. In this, in this time, day and time, you know what happened? We want to deal with this house on earth. We want to put emphasis on this. God ain't told us to do this. God ain't even uh, said nothing, but we put emphasis more on the things of flesh. We put so much emphasis on the things of flesh till we even worry about how can I get this done? How can I do this? And how can I do that? And in essence, you get so caught up on flesh till you forget about God got a home, okay? And if so, we be closed, we shall be found, shouldn't be found naked. You know what? A whole lot of peoples of God, so-called peoples of God, so-called Christian, uh, would stand in front of God just naked as a jaybird, just like Adam and Eve desired to be clothed so they sold fig leaves. They didn't want to shoot. They'd be shamed. Do you know some of you should be shamed at yourself the way you're presenting yourself to Christ? I, that's why we, listen, that's why we have so many sisters that say they pass. Well, the men's ain't doing nothing. Well, guess what? Have you prayed? Have you fast for some men to step up? Have you sacrificed God, used the men that they will step up and be head uh, as they should? No, 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 no. You said, well, if they don't do it, God, I'll do it. But then you don't have scripture to back you up. So you go on and follow the suit of everybody else. And if you got a pretty good voice and you can hoop, as they say, you can entertain, you can do these things, guess what? You're building a congregation. But building a congregation does not mean anything, believers. It does not make you converted. It said, for we know that if this earthly tabernacle, uh, in this 
tabernacle do groan, being burned. Listen, we groan. We have body aches. We have pain. We have these things in this earthly tabernacle. Not for we would be unclothed, uh, but clothed upon the mortality that the uh, mortality might be swallowed up, up in life. And here's the problem. Now he that wrought us, uh, wrought us for the self-same thing is God who also has given unto you earnestly of the Spirit. Can you honestly say you have the Spirit of God? Let's be real, folks. I mean, it's time out. They're going through a four. Listen to me. It's time out for going through a form and a fashion. Do you really know that you have the Spirit of God leading you? We're not talking about your mindset. We're not talking about what you feel, what you think. We're talking about the Spirit of God. We're talking about how that the Spirit of God convicted you and you know that it caused you to pray, that it caused you to read the word, it caused you to sacrifice. The Spirit of God came for, listen, uh, if we do this now, the Bible let us know we should not walk after the flesh. And that's what the enemy throwing us all. He's a master of deception. He's a master of deceiving. And yes, I'm not praising him, but it's truth be told. This is what he is a master of doing. And here's the problem. You've got to be a master of giving yourself to Jesus Christ. You've got to allow flesh to die. And, and if you allow flesh to die, and then you will be willing to live for Christ. Uh, we got a call. Uh, 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You're on the air. God bless you, brother. Well, how you doing? It's a fine evening. Wonderful, wonderful. How are you? I'm just fine. Thanks for asking me. Just getting out of work, driving, listening to uh, you, uh, Minister. Uh, I'm not going to be long. I just wanted to say a couple of things. Uh, going back to what you were saying about uh, uh, um, one thing my mama always told me, and I didn't, I'm 43, and I didn't grasp it till a couple years ago. Okay. She always, when she prayed over uh, me and my sister, she always prayed that we would be, like I said, I just grasped on this. We would be where he has called us to be before the foundation of the earth, or foundation of the earth. And, uh, and I, I truly believe that we are supposed to use those talents that he give us to help build his kingdom. And this just goes back to what you're saying, um, what you said earlier, that we, we, we grasp on to all the things of the world, and that's not what it's all about, which we know that. But, like, I'm, I'm quite sure there's no football and baseball in heaven. I'm, I don't know. It may be. I'm, I might be wrong. But I say that to say this to prove this, this to make this point. Um, all those guys with that God-given talent, that, athlete, that athletic talent, and it's God-given because there's some talented brothers and sisters out there. Right. But what are you using now those millions for? And it's good to, it's, it's, and it's good to live good, eat good, have profit and all that, but you, I don't care if you're a billionaire or trillionaire, you're still supposed to use that money. And I'm not saying all of it, but use that money to still bring 
upliftment to the kingdom of Father Yahweh, to help build the kingdom of Father Yahweh right here on this earth, because we're still going to take our talents. Amen. We're take them to heaven with us. Amen. Amen. You know, like I said, there's nothing wrong with having good uh, millions of dollars and providing for your family. But you, you're not supposed to. I, I just truly believe that you're not supposed to just uh, do worldly things with that money. Father, at the end of the day, Father Yahweh bless you with the talents to get that money. That's right. You see what I'm saying? And you and you and that might be your God given talent, but he gave you that God given talent. And that's music and everything. Amen. God given talent to doggone put back and reinvest in his kingdom and you know, to, to try to build his kingdom up right here on earth to you know, to, to change you know, Amen. Change, change hearts, change lives. Amen. I, I, that's, that's my two cents. You know, I, I didn't want much. Amen. Well, we thank you for calling, and we pray that you remember this broadcast. Amen. When God bless you, you bless us. If it Amen. be the will of God. Amen. Yes, sir. God yes, bless sir. you. God bless you. Amen. We thank God for the brother. Amen. And he's right. It ain't no, that, that's all about entertaining, folks. We got some people that are you, get upset with you on these baseball and the basketball and all this. That's that's talent that God gave them brotherings. Cause guess what? I couldn't do it. And uh, the best I could do back when I was uh eighteen was play a little bit of soccer. And I wasn't good enough to be on first screen on that. So I know it's got to be God given talent in order for them to do what they're doing. But what is the purpose for it? What is they doing to glorify God? And I know we want to make all of them believers. Now, I mean, everybody, all the comedian cussing and going on and uh, the, uh, the folks wearing dresses and, and the men, the women's dressing up like the men. We want to act like that's okay. It's not okay, folks. It's not okay. The Bible says it, uh, it's an abomination before God for them to do so. And the entertainment, we, the so-called uh, so-called Christian, are the people that are doing the most supporting of that. They ain't just sitting at home watching it on TV. They are, they are investing it in their things that they appetize and going to the games and doing this. And, and listen to me. I'm not telling you to live a board life because... Uh, when I was young, I, I can remember taking my son, well, when I got free tickets, uh, take my son, uh, my oldest son, to the baseball the, when the Braves was at Fullerton County Stadium and when uh, the Falcons was at Fullerton County Stadium and they had Steve Barkowski and, and White Shoes Johnson. Uh, I took my son and now he's straight up, and you can't tell him nothing else about Atlanta. He just love him. But, but listen, it ain't about a team, folks, because these guys got to stand before God themselves, and they are going to give an account with the money that what they did with it. Yes, God wants you to be blessed. Yes, I, I, I'll be the first to tell you, if he blessed certain peoples with certain things, because all of you can't receive the things that he blessed you with, uh, that he would like to bless you with, just like the children of Israel couldn't go in the promised land. They didn't have the right mindset. And because they didn't have the right mindset, God said, look, everybody under uh, uh, 20 years old, you ain't going. Uh, are you going? But one over 18, 20, uh, you ain't going. Why? 
They didn't have the right mindset. And this is what I'm saying to you today. You need to get your right heart set. You need to quit looking at the building, looking at you going to the building. Nothing wrong with that. I'm, I don't want nobody to say, Brother Ware, uh, saying that, oh, it's wrong with this building. It's wrong with that building. What I'm saying, here's the problem. You are not. You are not doing the thing that God said. You might be doing something in a building, but if that's all that God said, if that's all that God would have you to do, have you narrowed it down to just that? If that's all you can do while you serving here on earth, I'm sorry, you ain't passing. You are not making an A. You shown up ain't making a B. Oh, no, no, you ain't even making a C because you done called yourself to say that I'm a part of this group. I'm a part of that. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If this sister say that God called her the pastor and she have a husband and she said that God, you are contradicting the Bible, believers. When you contradict the Bible, then there's no way. Then these preachers have the desire that's married to say, I'm the pastor, but my wife is the associate because she's part of me. You don't find that in the scripture when it comes to the work of God. It is not like that. No, ma'am. No, sir. If you're going to make a proper grade, you got to do according to the book, according to the Bible. I'm saying, why not be a believer trying to win souls to Christ? Why not go in, in the street and witness and, and, and tell dying men and women about uh, it's time to repent? Why not go and say, uh, uh, God want, a, want your heart. He wants you. He wants you to give it all. But no, we would rather continue in a form of godliness fine, following everybody else. Because this group is growing, this group become the leader because they are growing church. No, no, no. That doesn't make them a leader. What makes them a leader is they have surrendered. They have call out to God. They have given themselves to have revival to revive the saints of God back to the uh, back to the area that they should be in. They should they should be in a position, believers. They should be in a position that they are saying it ain't about a building. It's about helping somebody. It's about that it's sad the church is not able to help nobody because the, it's the small church, they can't help nobody because by the time they pay the light bill, by the time they pay the gas bill, by the time they pay the little uh, offering to the, to the musician, they ain't got nothing. So they can't help nobody. Then you go to the big church, they can't help nobody because they're more concerned about getting the message. What message? Because they don't have a message. They, they, they don't have a message. They have a message of them. They have a message of their ministry. They have a message to their church. They have a message to their organization. How in the world that you can have all this, these churches and all this sin is growing when we go back and find out, believers, when you go back and find out, it ain't about them. It ain't about that. It's about doing the will of God. 
and doing the will of God is self-sacrifice, is giving yourself to the will of God, following righteousness, not church doctrine, not church this, not church that. And too many people, that's all you're doing. You're going in a form so that everybody can say, look at brother so-and-so, look at sister so-and-so. But you're not willing. Your home is messed up while you dipping and dabbing, going to church and shouting and praising or saying you love God, but yet your household is messed up. It is messed up simply because of the fact that you won't get into the book. You won't be graded. You won't grade yourself. Don't let nobody else grade. You grade yourself. Don't grade yourself on Mary, Dick, Tom, and Harry, and Brother Bummer B, Sister Waltz. No, ma'am. No, sir. Listen to me. You got to grade yourself on the Word of God. Search the Scripture. See where in them that you have eternal life. And the Bible declare they are they that testify of the Lord, not testify of, uh, I'm a good urchin, I'm a good deacon, I'm a good preacher, I'm a good this, I'm a good that, and everybody want to have the anniversary and have this and have that because they are looking for the almighty dollar. We are prostituting the name of Christ. We are prostituting the name of the churches. We are prostituting the name of what we call salvation. Because salvation is not the way that we got it today, believers. I'm sorry. And it's only going to take a few of you to come out. I know some is coming out. I've heard from some. I heard from a few that said, Brother Ware, you're right. I'm tired of going through that form in a godliness. I'm tired of just going through the same old ritual Every week we're doing the same old, same old, but yet nothing is happening. How come we are not able to heal anymore? Oh, you say, I think Mary Jane got healed and she had this. Okay, well, guess what? Is it a, if it's your healing service that did it or if it's her uh, delighting herself in God that did it? We want to get glory for everything. We want to seek the glory of God. We want to even take the gifts and brag on that, Lord, Lord moved on me, and I lay hands, and, and the Holy Ghost did this and did that. When it come to the teaching, oh, God have blessed me, and, and, and I tell you, I taught, and all of a sudden, people begin to just fall out and repent. And them same people, you see them next week, they're doing the same thing that they was doing last week. Why? Because we forget about it's a broken and a contract heart that God will not despise. It's not what I think. It's not what you think. It's not what anybody else feel, think, or believe. But it's following the word of God. And until we can follow the word of God, until we back up and begin to look at this how it's supposed to be, we can forget it. And I'm telling you, you may be flunking. So in, in, in conclusion today, Grade yourself if you went home tonight as you laid down and went to sleep. I know, uh, Brother Ware, don't nobody want to talk about dying. And, uh, but if you close your eyes and woke up on the other side, what kind of grade would you have? Is it the grade that God said, come in, my faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things, I'll make you a ruler over many? Or as he say, like Matthew 7, 
uh, 21, Lord, Lord, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Yes, you cried, Lord, Lord, but you didn't do what God have commissioned you to do. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you in all that you have done and all have you have said. God, deal with the hearts of those that are convicted, that they may come to repentance before it's everlasting too late. And God, we thank you for our open door in order to speak that which you have given us to say. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus, the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Listen to me. Listen to me. This is serious. Check yourself. Don't let nobody else check yourself. You check yourself. And not only do I want you to check yourself, I want you to grade yourself. And I want you to put a grade on yourself that you will know. And then begin to do something about the grade. When you flunking, you do what? You study. You quit doing so much activity. You cut it down in order for you to know what you need to do. So guess what? That's what I want you to do. Number two, we'd love for you to come and visit our website. We made some more changes, and we're trying to update it. Amen. And you see our schedule and the things that we're putting on there. Please visit uh, brotherjamesware.org and tell somebody that is not in this city, not listening, that, tell them they can go on our hard and uh, either to put in the radio station if they don't want to see our Facebook or whatever, however, and tune into the broadcast. And to those that have questions, feel free to write us or to call us, and we'll do something. You can visit us on our email as well. It's all that is on the website, that brotherjamesware.org. My telephone number is 404 293 75 Five, seven. That's 404 We would love to hear from you. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair.